Hey, and welcome back to Legacy Builders. Over the years, my amazing team and I have launched more than 20 different two comma club businesses that have gone on to generating over a million dollars in revenue. Today, I'm gonna to share with you 11 ingredients to success that I've had with all of those different funnels. These are common uh, ingredients to success that you can apply to your business today. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back to Legacy Builders. Over the last few episodes, we've been talking about either hitting seven figures in a year or in a weekend, or you know, really just this goal of hitting seven figures in your business. The point is people strive to have a million dollar business. And Brian, you've helped launch over 20 of them, which I think is pretty significant. So today I'd love to dive into what are some of the common ingredients to success that you've seen after launching more than 20 two comma club or seven figure businesses? Yeah. So for everyone that's listening, welcome back to another episode, first of all. And so for those of you that are not aware of what this whole two comma club thing is, it's a fancy way of saying you've generated over a million bucks in revenue through a funnel. And it's something that Russell Brunson and the whole ClickFunnels community has created, which I'm a part of in a big way. And like Seth had mentioned, you know, we've helped more than 20 businesses uh, to be able to, to, do, to produce those, uh, those results. In fact, we've got five companies that we've helped to go over, to, over 10 million through a funnel. And four of them have done over 25 million through a funnel. And to give you a little perspective on that, there's about probably only 15 or 20 of us that have done over 25 million through a funnel. We've done it more than four times. Okay. So just to give you a little perspective. In fact, that's actually where the top 1% of the top 1% of all marketers and funnel experts in the world, which is how Tony Robbins introduced me. He introduced me as the top 1% of all marketers and funnel experts in the world at, at his award ceremony for placing number five the first year on the biggest launch in internet history that literally broke the internet. So in this episode today, I'm going to talk about really core elements or lessons that I've learned and accumulated by doing this over and over and over and over again to the point where it's re reproducible. It's duplicatable. Right. But you got to follow the system. You got to follow the formula. And there's certain, you got to do certain things in a certain way. There's a book by the, a guy named Wallace D. Waddles. If you haven't read it, it's called The Science of Getting Rich. And he says in that book, which is a really short read, you will love it. It's a short read. I recommend reading it once a year just to rewire your subconscious. But he talks about creating wealth is doing certain things in a certain way to produce a certain outcome. As it relates to generating revenue, when you launch your expertise online or you're looking to scale your business through the internet, it's all about boils down to you doing certain things in a certain way, which inevitably leads to certain outcomes. Okay. And so when I look back in my career, you know, doing this for more than 16 years now, I look back at, okay, what are the elements of success? And so today in this episode, I'm going to share with you a few of those different elements that you want to be mindful of. Okay. Success leaves clues, right? So the first one is every business that we've helped to, to go from launch, start, scratch, nothing to over a million dollars in revenue or more, 10 million, 25 million, whatever. The first component is that we always have a lead generation campaign 
built, right, for that business, whether it's a webinar or it's a challenge or it's a book or it's a summit. There's always some type of lead magnet, okay, or lead acquisition campaign, a campaign that allows you to build a database, that allows you to add, to, 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 to email them, to text them, to, to exchange information with those people, to build relationships, to add value, to provide insights and wisdom over time. Okay, that's what a lead acquisition campaign is. So that's the first um, element to success, looking back at more than 20 different businesses we've helped to go from zero to over a million dollars in revenue through a funnel. The second one is that the value ladders of those businesses, meaning the products and services that they offer their market, are much, much more significant than $1,000, okay? So they have, typically they'll have like a course where they're showcasing their expertise. That could range from 300 bucks to 5,000 bucks. Uh, they might do workshops or mastermind, or they might do coaching, or they might do um, certification, or they might do a service-based business model, right? In all cases, when we were able to go from zero start, right? That's when like we're starting the campaign to over a million dollars in revenue. They've always had a well thought through value ladder. They didn't just have a thousand dollar product. Those that only had lower ticket products took more time because there's not as much profit, right? He who can spend more to acquire a customer wins. At the end of the day, if your competitor can spend more than you to acquire a customer, they win. So part of this game, if you will, is how can you get your value ladder or your lifetime value of your customer, rather, higher? How can you boost that profitability per person? Now, the flip side of that coin is how can you serve them deeper? Certification, mastermind, coaching, services. It's not just about the income. It's about the service. People are happy to pay for services, but they're going to help them produce results. And typically, they're going to be higher ticket products. So the second element, I would say, of success, looking back, of more than 20 different businesses that we've helped to produce over a million bucks in revenue, is they think through and they have a well-thought-out value ladder or products and service. Okay, so that's number two. Number three, I would say, is that they have a strong drive to succeed. Failure isn't an option. And they keep going no matter what. Like what happens when something doesn't work? Do they throw in the towel? I can tell you a common ingredient to the success of people that I've helped to go beyond a million, to go to 10, 25, $50 million in revenue, has they all have a strong driving reason for what they're doing. They have a conviction to serve others. They have a conviction to produce. They have a conviction, uh, a conviction to, um, to never give up, right? So that would be a third component. They have this drive. Like I look back at some of my most successful partners, clients, they're driven on a deeper level. And it's usually something that's not related. Like in my case, where I died and came back to life and feel compelled to really help people share their stories, right? That's a deeper reason, a deeper drive. I look at some of my other partners that have done 
well over eight figures, they have that deeper drive as well. So dig deep. What is the driving force that you have for why you want to make the income you want to make and why you want to have the impact that you want to have? Allow that thing or things to drive your daily actions because your daily actions lead to your outcomes, the results that you have in your experience. Okay, so that's number th- uh, number three. Number four, they're not afraid to advertise. There's a saying, and that's scared money is dead money. It's a, it's a, a saying that people say in the, in the gambling world, right? Scared money is dead money. Most people that are afraid to lose, lose. Common, common element of success of the, the people that we've helped to generate over a million bucks is that they're not afraid to lose money. They see it as an investment and they know that they've done their due diligence to hire the best of the best team to help them in areas that they're not the expert of. And so they see it as an investment. They understand the math of their business, that it takes money to make money, it takes money to get in front of more people, right? Money is a tool. That's really what it is. The more you make, the more you're able to advertise. The more you make, the more you're able to invest back into getting in front of more people, And that's the way you should look at it, right? The less you have, the less influence you'll be able to make, the less people you'll be able to serve. It's really that simple, okay? So making money, making more is a great thing because you're able to influence, persuade, add value to more people's lives. At the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? Especially when it comes to building your legacy. Okay, so that's number four, is that they're not afraid to advertise, they understand that it costs money to make money, costs money to get in front of an audience, okay? Number five, they're content creators. They lead versus follow. They innovate versus copying or hacking other people in their market. This is a big one. They're producers, not only consumers, but they're producers. So they have this mindset of, I need to create and I need to produce and I need to add value to my marketplace. I need to provide in, uh, insight and wisdom and, and show people how to be successful on their journey as it as relates to theirs. Okay, so if you want to be successful, you will spend a lot of time thinking about how can you create? What can you create? What can you produce that's going to add value to someone else's life? In some cases for free and in other cases they're going to pay for that information. Right. In every case of more than 20 people that we helped to go to beyond a million bucks in revenue through a funnel, these people embrace creation. They embrace producing value in advance of making an offer. And I would propose that that would be a good thing for you to embrace as well. Number six, they didn't try to do it all themselves. They had the realization Early on, or eventually, after they try to do it themselves long enough, they realize that it's not about what and how all the time. It's about, sometimes it's about who. Who do I need on my team? Whether that team is internal, where you hire them and bring them in your organization, or it's part of the team where you hire them to fulfill their role, fulfill their service, fulfill their expertise. A common ingredient to especially the eight and nine figure success levels is that they didn't do it themselves. 
It's like Russell and what he said to his ClickFunnels community at one of his biggest events. He said, it's not about what or how. It's about who. I didn't build ClickFunnels by myself to be a $120 million a year company. We have over 200 employees that make this happen. Right? So in sometimes, in some cases, it's not about what you know or how to do every little thing yourself. In fact, a lot of times what I've seen is that if you try to do it all yourself, you're going to stunt your growth and hold yourself back from having massive breakthrough. It's way easier to align your expertise with the expertise of others, combine that together and create much more rapid success and impact. And again, at the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? So they didn't try to do it all themselves. They, they found strategic partners to help them, to run their ads, to build their campaigns, to run their funnels, to write their copy, to film their video content, to, to do all the things that they, you need to do as a business. If you're not the expert in that, then you should probably find someone who is or find people who are. Okay, some of my best advice comes there. In all of those examples, those 20 different case studies of people who have done over a million bucks in revenue, they woke up to that realization and then were able to have that success because they weren't trying to do everything. Right? They might have had some knowledge of how to do it, but they didn't try to push all the buttons. Okay? Number seven, they had a unique message, a unique hook, a unique campaign. In all of those examples, they had a unique message. In one case study or one example, it was about how to 10x your sales ability without being awkward or pushy. We got more than 40% of people that saw that message, resonated with that message, and joined a webinar around that topic. Okay, that's a good number. In another example where we helped a woman launch and generated over a million dollars in literally less than three weeks, the message was how to buy and sell mobile homes with no money and no credit. So in all of the examples of success and abundance, really, there is a unique message, a campaign that sticks to a market. And you'll find that is true for you. You'll find that some of your messages land, some of your messages don't. You'll, you'll find some of, your, the, some of the things that you say, the sound bites that you use, resonate and others don't. As you optimize your, your, your advertising and you optimize your campaigns, you're really trying to distill down what is the core message that's going to stand out and resonate with your audience. In all those cases, they all had their own unique way of sending a message out that was going to stand out amongst the noise, because there's a lot of noise, but also pull people, pull the right audience to sit at the table to hear more, right? So that's number seven. Number eight is brand matters. You're judged within a few seconds. So a lot of times what I like to do is I like to take the brand of the person or the business and look at the top 10 competitors in the market and then make the brand better than all 10 of the top competitors. It's probably one of the easiest maneuvers you can make because it's aesthetic. Most people are a judgy bunch. 
We make split-second decisions on people within seconds. Marketing is about controlling the perception of reality. The message you send out, the appearance that you're sending out is making a is giving people a perception of who you are and what you stand for and what you represent. So a real simple way of taking things to the next level, improve your aesthetic, improve your brand image, improve your brand vibe, improve your um, the, the look and feel of your messaging, of your brand, of your website, of your funnels, of your ads. It's simple, but it makes a huge difference. Okay, that's number eight. Number nine is tracking. In all cases where we've done over a million bucks through a funnel, we tracked the things that matters. If you don't have proper tracking and don't know what works, where, then you're throwing one up against the wall. Critical to know what's working, what's not working. Track everything. Thankfully, we have the technology and the tools to be able to track whether they came from an email or a search on Google or they came from uh, a referral partner or they came from Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it might be, LinkedIn, whatever it might be. We have the technology that we're able to know what's working, what that we're sending out into the world is producing results. Most people have no clue. Most people are just throwing mud up against the wall. They're just, they're just peppering and not really sure what's actually sticking. Well, it's really hard to scale if you're peppering. I would say most of the market's peppering and they have no clue what's actually going on behind the scenes and what's actually the message that's resonating or not resonating with your audience. Okay, so tracking is vital. Optimization, you're, you're really, you're never just standing still, right? You're either growing, moving forward, or you're going backwards or dying, right? So adopt that mindset of what I call Kaizen, right? Constant improvement. The partners that we've helped to go beyond a million dollars in revenue through a funnel has always, they always embrace this idea and concept of optimization because they talk about it often. We're optimizing the landing pages. We're optimizing the presentation. We're optimizing the offer. We're optimizing the sales process on the back end, on the front end. We're optimizing everything. You're constantly in a state of optimization. Because you always want it to perform better, right? The question I have for you is who's on your team that's engaged in the activity of optimization? Most people that are paid for as a service will only go so far to optimize your business. That's why we do things differently where we take a percentage of profit because we have skin in the game. That allows us to be mindful of optimization so that when we optimize and make more revenue, we make more profit, we're more successful. Does that make sense? So if you have a model where you have people you hire that are on salary and no performance, then why are they going to look at things on the weekend or stay up late night hours uh, working on your campaigns? Think about it. Something really to, to seriously consider. Okay. Again, this is another element. Another major component, too, would be how are you selling online and offline? If you look at the businesses that really crush it, I'm talking about you know, 10 million plus, they have figured out, they've cracked the code. How do they acquire buyers on the internet 
and how do they and how do they ascend those buyers and customers into deeper level programs like masterminds, workshops, coaching, certifications, and done for you services. That is meant to dance and play together, not to be disjointed. When Tony and Dean did their first launch, their front end and back end wasn't playing well together and their conversion rate from the front end to the back end was 3%. That is terrible. It should be more like 15. Okay, when they're singing and dancing together, 10 to 20% is where you want the average to, 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 uh, to shake out at. Well, they left $20 million, over $20 million on the table that first launch because they didn't think through that in advance of doing it. And so the lesson and the reason why I'm sharing that with you is that you want to think through these things before you launch them. That's one of the lessons that I've been able to experience over the years, right? Remember I said before, I've said this in previous episodes, right? A million was hard at one point to do in a year. Then eventually it was hard to do in a month. Then it was hard to do in a week. Then it was hard to do in a day. Eventually it got easy, right? Where it's reproducible to be able to do launch campaign and generate a million bucks in a week or 10 million in a month or 10 million in five months or six months, right? It's easier. It gets easier because you learn from all your past experience. And the same thing will happen for you. When you crack the code and generate your first two comma club funnel or your first seven figure funnel, you'll find the same thing will happen for you. You'll learn there are things that work, things that don't work. You want to discard the things that don't work and keep the things that do. Amazing. I've heard, I've heard many people say that, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but success leaves clues for the listeners. I feel like this episode is, it's like a masterclass. If you want to reach you know, that two comic club award, I feel like these 11 tips and kind of common ingredients are so, so powerful. So these are seven, certainly some of the clues that you've seen behind your most successful projects. As we bring this to a close, what would be some of your kind of final encouragement to listeners that they're striving to hit the two comic club or to have a, you know, a million dollar, multi-million dollar business? What would kind of be your closing encouragement to our listeners? So my encouragement stuff would be that history does often repeat itself when we don't learn lessons from our experience mm. right so we don't want history we want we don't want negative history to repeat itself when we haven't learned that lesson i've certainly been through that myself so we want to learn from the lessons of others sometimes we have to learn it by experience other times we can learn it through the experience of others. And I hope that today you're able to take these 11 elements and really apply them to where you are now in your, in your career and in, in your business. I would encourage you also to get in the game, put one front in front of the other, go for it. You know, uh, time doesn't stand still. You're either in the game, you're making an income, you're making an impact, or you're putting it off for later. You're, you're going to wait until the time is more opportune. I propose that, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. We only have right now. And when I died and came back to life, it was so impressed upon me that life is precious and we've got to take advantage of every moment we have because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So if there's something that you're 
looking to do, go do it. Get moving. Yeah. And put yourself in a place to win. I think that's my greatest encouragement. Put yourself in a place to win. It's not by doing it yourself. It's by doing it with the right people that can help you where you stay in your lane of expertise, where you can speak to those experiences you've had and you can add value in that lane of expertise and then align yourself with others who can do their area of expertise. That's the common ingredient to success that I've seen over the last 16 years of marketing online, marketing, advertising, and selling. It's that when you combine the superpowers of others, you're able to go faster. You're able to have more success, have more impact. And so grow your team, whether that team is internal, whether you means hiring a personal assistant or hiring someone to help you with copy or hiring someone to run your ads. My best advice for that is look at their results. If they don't have the results you desire, then you need to find someone who does. Okay. They've never had the results that you want. How, how are you going to be confident that they're going to get you to where you want to go? Best advice is that find others who have the results you want, who can support you to produce those same outcomes. And really, if you think about it, that's why people are willing to pay you for your expertise, for your knowledge, for your skills, for your, for your wisdom. Yeah. So that would be my encouragement. Get in the game. There's no better time than now. The industry of self-education is exploding to a billion a day by 2025, according to Forbes.com. So there's really no better time than now. Waiting does no one any good, including you. Waiting doesn't do the people that you're meant to influence and impact, and waiting doesn't do your bottom line any good either. Get in the game, put one foot in front of the other, and just keep moving forward on your journey. You will learn the lessons that you need to learn, and you will become a better human being in the process. Love it. I think that's such an important encouragement to leave our listeners with of don't be afraid to get started. And if you're getting started, make sure one of your first steps is aligning yourself with people that have gone before you. So this has been great. This is an episode that I myself will listen to uh, a couple different times just to really get those 11 common ingredients. And I encourage our listeners, uh, listen to this one on repeat, go listen to some of our other legacy builders episodes Um, Brian, thank you so much for your time and uh, looking forward to our next episode. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for joining me on Legacy Builders. And I would encourage you to come back to the next episode next week to get more clarity on your journey to launch your expertise online, scale your impact, and build your legacy. If you're ready to get the process started of launching your expertise online the right way, then I recommend go to launchexpertise.com Or maybe you're at a place where you're ready to really scale your expertise and your impact. Go to launchexpertise.com. There you'll have several options. Number one, you can get a free copy of my brand new book, The Entrepreneur Evangelist, which I share the secrets that have unlocked more than $300 million of results for my clients and partners in our own campaigns. You could also join a 33 days of coaching with me uh, that's free, where I give you insights and wisdom on your journey to launching your expertise and scaling your impact over the course of 33 days. And that's worth at least 5,000 bucks, but for right now, you can get it for free. And lastly, if you're someone who wants to take the absolute faster, smarter path when it comes to launching your expertise online and scaling your impact, 
I'd recommend scheduling a call with my team where we can see how we can support you to crush goals and generate seven or eight figures yourself in a short period of time. We have more awards than nearly anyone in the entire community, and for good reason. And we would love to help you just like we've helped them. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Legacy Builders.